Hello and herzlich willkommen zum Auf die Fresse BWXW Review Podcast in English. I mean, he's, I guess this guy calls Mike fucking Kilby. Mike, how are you coming from Tag Festival? I'm good. I'm completely healthy. I skipped all of the horrible Oberhausen flu, which normally comes around. And yeah, I'm fight up in fighting fit for a week. Lovely. Yeah, I wish I was so lucky. It's um, probably still my voice, but yeah, I think there's a few people came with headaches and what have you, which... No, we used to get back pre-COVID days, but now in the world ruin everyone. You know, we come away from a big festival like that with headaches and coughs. The first thing everyone goes to is, crap, where's we got any spare COVID tests left? That kind of thing. But um, yeah, so far that's come all those come back negative and mostly alphas. But um, yeah, so two weeks ago we were sweating our asses off in Gelsenkirchen. Oh God. Yeah, complete, uh, one it's like now anyway, but um, yeah, so we're not going to go through all the shows match by match because one, we've got reviews on backbodydrop.com, but two, you can watch them in three, you'd probably switch off straight away if you haven't already, so we're going to go through pretty much show by show, you know, a few takeaways, obviously results, but um, yeah. It we're looking more that, at the narrative, I think, more yeah. than yeah, the uh, bell to bell. I think it's the kind of thing like, you know, this was, you know, I know Tass was really uh, keen to push this as the first, I guess, true festival since COVID. Obviously, Carrot had yeah. you know, much bigger crowds, but everyone is in, you know, masked and, I don't want to say muffled, but obviously not as enthusiastic as he probably would have been. Um, based, you know, Turbine Hall, you know, kind of like the good old days, I guess, in terms of, you know, no restrictions. You know, obviously, you have to wear masks on public transport, but... No, you didn't have you didn't have to be masked up. You could mill around, do whatever you wanted. Which, no nice change from uh, from Carrot if you, you know, weren't keen on masking up. Yeah, I mean, it, I think certainly right in terms of um, feeling like the first proper festival. I mean, sixteen Carrot Gold was an incredibly positive experience, um, but I also feel like it maybe was too early. Uh, for that sort of widespread, wide, sorry, not wide, um, it was a bit too early to have an event of that sort of size. And it it was amb ambitious for the time and it was an excellent weekend. But I feel that this past weekend was back to normal, you know, business as usual, sort of, yeah. in that sort of sense. So yeah, you didn't have the nerves like, I mean, I know myself and went over in March. No, I've, I've told the story before. Being stopped more times still in Germany, you know, people stopped me for my COVID paperwork compared to you know, you know, back over here. Like, you know, just seeing, you know, still being in the pandemic, whereas everyone else was, you know, trying to push out behind. And yeah, this yeah. felt a lot more like, like, say, business as usual, back to where it was. And, you know, hopefully it's almost an upwards from here. But um, guess... yeah, it wasn't really much any different. It wasn't that much different from being at home, um, really. Um, and I'd say I'd kind of, I'd travelled sort of the whole week really in, in Germany and Austria and it wasn't, yeah, it was kind of, it felt a bit like being business as usual, except for when you're on a train, really. That was all it really was. I guess before we get going, do you want, is there anything you want to bring about the uh, Austria show? No oh, yeah, so podcast it's, it's, it's not going to, um, yeah, shall we say. This is going to be the only coverage that that show ever gets. So, um, <laughs> so yes, fuck it up. <laughs> Um, well, no, it, it was a it was a bought show, so it was kind of a it was a um, it wasn't taped. Um, so this was the first WXW show in Vienna. That was a Friday, the week before um, 
uh, Tagfest. Uh, it was bit of a it was actually to be honest the show itself was really good you can see the results on cage match but they had a little bit of trouble where uh, the bastards uh, and Mag uh, sorry the bastards and Allison uh, got broke their car broke down in Bavaria which meant um, <laughs> they couldn't get to they couldn't get to Austria um, break down. so it meant that um, it meant that the car had to be swiveled around a little bit um, thankfully, I mean Vienna is not far from Hungary, so I don't know if they <laughs> put a, put the bat signal up and fifteen Hungarian wrestlers turned up. I don't know whether that happened. Um, interesting things, really. Um, not it was kind of business as usual. Um, it was um, there weren't really any groundbreaking matches. It was perfectly fine. I've been to worse WXW shows in the past than that. And they always tend to be quite a good standard anyway. Um, the only real interesting thing that I would say happened was um, uh, Ben, ben Toth or BT or formerly Justin Wilde, um, if you watched um, sort of GWF a couple of years ago, uh, the kind of the, the other really hot prospect from Hungary uh, did make his WXW debut on that show. Um, he sort of did a run in to save Peter Tihoni. Um that was quite interesting. It was really great to see him live. Um, I'd like to see him in WXW more often. I don't know how likely that is going to be. I don't know why that is, but um, yeah, it was good to see him. Um, always picking a winner, me. I always thought BT was the one that was going to be the big superstar for Hungary. So, <laughs> and then it ended up being Tihoni. Um, but yeah, so it was a decent little show. Uh, attendance wasn't that good. Um, it was about a hundred, I, I think probably eighty to one hundred and ten, probably in that sort of range. Um, nice venue, um, decent part of town. Um, it's kind of it felt a little bit like being in the dome, um, if if you've ever been there in Tufnell Park. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a, it was a, you know, it wasn't the best show I've ever been to, but it certainly wasn't the worst show either. It was perfectly fine, a good sort of way to kick off the uh, the Tag Fest week, um, and it was a, yeah. What better place to start a holiday than uh, doing WXW? And also having an uh, uh, Austrian saying, "What the f are you doing here?" Yeah, um, Dreisker was very um, was very shocked to see me, which was <laughs> he was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Um, uh, the the one thing he did do to me because obviously, if you know me, you know that I was big into the whole monster consulting thing when it was a thing, and um, as were you, I suppose. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. And um, at the end of the sort of Ambos versus Hungarian lads match, uh, they had Dreiske uh, like turns towards me and he does the whole um, monster consulting thump thing, the hand the hand gesture, uh, and then he smashes it like with his anvil thing. So that was I was like that's that's cool, but um, yeah, it was uh, that was that was it was a, it was a, it was a great show to be at. Um, I I. I say I don't know if they're going to be doing it again and again because it was a bought show. Um, I don't know if the audience is there to be honest. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was worth it was worth a trip anyway. Well, from one uh, new venue to another, so I guess Tag Festival weekend started with the Inner Circle. Um, a week later. Say it again, sorry. A week later. Yep, just a week later. Yeah, and. Yep, so beforehand, uh, I was one of uh, things, just myself, Strigger, and 
a couple of managed plans had a brief tour of the new Drexel uh, Academy. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously you went in afterwards for the show. It's a fantastic facility. I mean, best way I can describe it, it's a fully functional gym. You know, we've got all the, you know, the exercise bikes, you know, the treadmills, weights, what have you. Uh, there's a boxing ring, there's a massive padded area for like you know, mm. judo martial arts training. Uh, there's a legit MMA cage, which best way I can describe this, um, they call it the mini market hall. I've, I want to say it's more like the old cockpit on a bit more, you know, on a wee bit of steroids in terms of you've got the cage in the bottom of you know, ground level, yeah. you've got seating on three sides, just basically just steps, and then obviously standing room behind it. Um, they are looking at being able to run that particular venue, which, as we'll touch on, might solve a problem for heat when it comes to show days. Uh, oh, but they're looking at possibly running out in the main? In main hall, but the only issue is, uh, obviously the MMA cage is there permanently, and is it... Is it There's a boxing you? ring, I know. Uh, no, no, so it's actually like the MMA cage, Pimpton's come through the front door. Um I forget what promotion's called. I know they ran in the, what's now the Felix Faber Arena. Uh, the the GFC, old... isn't it? Uh, GFC? Yeah, I think it is. It's German fight. I swear it is. But, what, but whatever. It's so the like, German they... MMA Championship. German MMA Championship, yeah. Uh, GMA, that's it. GMA. Um, but so basically what they're looking to, what they'd need to do is have them do a travelling show so the cage would be out put the wrestling ring in its spot and then you would have a pretty good venue because obviously you, know, you can take a ring down, you know, pretty straightforward, but the cage, I guess, is maybe a bit more work and obviously their primary tenants, you know, three, yeah. five, cushion, but... It, it's it's their house at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And the rest of we've got, I guess, used to be a squash court, just from the markings. I mean, if you've seen in a circle or any the photos on there, you, you know, probably would have seen some of the stuff that tips it off, but... I mean, compared to what they had in Essen, it's night and day. Yeah, um, it's um, it's obviously it's built for it's built for uh, recording. I think that's that's I think that was kind of one of the clear sort of first things that needed to be built to show up well on on um, sort of VOD. Um, and um, but yeah, the 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 thing which. I think the venue is it's um it's a huge step forward. Um, I always like. Uh, I mean, it's a huge step forward, and the academy was already a excellent facility, even if it was sort of a big garage. Um, the um sort of kind of on a on a wider base. I think the thing the thing that's very exciting is I think they've. The 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 old the old WSW Academy was it was exciting because people knew that they needed to go there to be that's the best place to train in Europe because there's just no doubt about it. Yeah. Now what they've done is that they've brought effectively wrestling into somebody another in other areas, uh, like another basically basically the the combat the the hot hot combat combat sport talents of. Germany, or at least that part of Germany, all will go to Alma Park, and there's they've then parked their shop in the middle of that. So, for me, for me, the exciting thing is that there's going to be people, and I say I put put this on Twitter already, but there's going to be people who are maybe doing the training, and it gets around to sort of weight cutting season, or you know maybe the MMA career thing isn't going the way they planned, but there's that noisy corner of the the gym 
which has the shows every now and again, and that's gonna that's gonna turn heads, and I guarantee it will. And you know, I think in three or four years, I I I, I would honestly be shocked if WXW didn't have a Tom Lawler, Matt Riddle sort of level MMA crossover sort of worker on their shows full time through this academy because it's it it just makes complete sense and it's the same place just going to different room in the yeah. building training yeah yeah I mean it, all it's going to take is is say somebody finishing their their cardio session in the morning and they're like they poke the head around the corner and they start chatting to rotation or dry screw and they say come up pop over pop over on you know Tuesday evening we're doing a beginner session like what's that that that's it's obviously going to happen <laughs> it's, it's you've got it's, you've got perfect uh, perfect scene for like for cross pollination yeah. kind of stuff and, and, and even it's just so well I'll take a few bumps out no it's not for me but you didn't get that I mean the old academy in Essen is now as uh, a plumber owns it, or a plumber's hiring it out now. Okay. Like you weren't getting people going to all due respect or Essen Kartenberg, no find well, place in the middle of nowhere unless they wanted to be there. This 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 is probably the first and it seems weird to say it, this is probably the first wrestling academy in the world that has passing trade. <laughs> if, that, if that makes if that's it is a thing to say when you think about it, it's because there's there's unless there's another one you know unless there's another similar setup somewhere in America that I don't know about. This has to be the the first one that has sort of passing trade, and I know that during this show, I um I, one of our friend one of my friends tipped me off that during the show it was during the um, Abe Samovich. Arbe Slamovich match, I think it was. Um, somebody popped their head in. Uh, one of the one of, one of these girl, girls who was doing the MMA sort of fight, and they popped their head in, and they were like, they were like, you just couldn't. There was a real like fire. Like a light was, like, they couldn't believe it. Um, and that, as I say, that's the thing that really excites me. Um, and um, yeah, wonderful facility. Um, and I loved the old one, but. This is night and day. Um, yep. You can't. It's it's a it's wonderful, and I, I sincerely hope it's it stays stays there. It's, it's not like a, all it, things don't work. I mean, one good thing, which and we'll move on to the shows in a second. Um, so obviously you were there through the circle as well. Did yeah. you notice on the entrance way, there's like a GoPro fixed point of the ring? Uh, I did see that. Yes. Yeah. So pattern this summoner. Rob Dreisker mentioned to three of us when we were doing the tour. So that's permanently connected, well, not permanently, it's connected to a private YouTube feed. Yeah. So when we do the training, the guys who are doing the sessions, what I can you know, go back up and see how things went. So, you know, it's obviously the uh, famous, infamous, the Anomaric shoulder injury they posted a clip on Twitter from, was yeah. it the Bulldog when we injured the shoulder? That wasn't a uh, you know, set up just for that, but it's being kept for you know this is, is ongoing. So basically, your training not only are you getting effectively gym access with the rest of Fight Club, yeah. but you're basically getting all of your training sessions recorded, so you can go back and pick apart. You know, was my footwork right? Was this right? But and and there's probably an element of course. there's also probably an element of um, if you are very new to wrestling and you maybe don't have the match thing under your belt but you can at least say well 
listen, this is a practice match me and Ilya Bloom did at the academy on Thursday evening. Yeah. They're kind of like least, the they least go, well, George, you could probably work a rumble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's that's the that's the thing. Right? The key takeaway from a new place. It's bloody hot. I mean, oh, it's worse than the cockpit. So for shows, I mean, if you've obviously you've seen the photos and you've seen the, the trailer of the you know, full show itself. So they've got a banners on the two side walls and one on the back wall to cover the windows so it looks good on hard cam. Yeah. Problem is you can't open those windows without peeling back the banner, which doesn't look good on the hard cam. Close the side door so you don't get the you know, the guys training and you know judo or whatever it is outside leaking in. Add in a hundred fans and I have never sweated so much my eyes have stung. Yeah, it's um uh, uh, very you know, unpleasant. You know, Tass was saying like see he's got like a smartwatch on. Uh by referee thinks the first five matches of the show. I think he said by match five his heart rate was in one eighties. Oh Christ, yeah, I can it's imagine. Like, I can imagine. Yeah, so I mean also, I mean but they know it's an issue. Um thankfully coming into the colder months, but uh, if they do run a big show in the summer, I ain't doing it in the circle, then. Just like all yeah. safety. I think uh... my advice for anybody going is, um, like, Shorts. get some ahura, get some ahura tear away uh... trousers. <laughs> um, like, wear shorts or at least, or at least um, cotton trousers or something because you're going to be really uncomfortable if you. Yeah. If you turn up in jeans, you're going to be melting. I can attest to that, but um, so anyway, get on for Inner Circle 12, so pretty, that was a pretty decent show to get going. The only thing they announced was uh, Fumino Yabe, Masha Slamovich. Uh, yeah. Ten minutes, and you know, coming out of the show, bad was setting a really high bath match for the weekend. I mean, it got beaten, but my God, those ten minutes was everything people had built up and more. Yeah, 100%. Um, it was... It was, I think, everything we expected, if not more. And as I say, we mentioned about um, it sort of blowing away sort of somebody who isn't sort of wrestling pilled like we are. Um, brilliant. Uh, brilliant match. Really hard-hitting, as you'd expect. Um, it was a... It was a. Obviously, the, they'd had the shows there before. They'd had the one during sort of the end of the summer. But th- this felt that felt like the christening match for this this new venue. If that, if that makes sort of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was cracking match. I guess two of the big takeaways from the show was uh, Killer Kelly's return to Direct W here. Yeah. Uh, tag match against uh, with Shaz McKenzie against Eva and Ava. Tandem you'll see a lot of this weekend. And main event, Shikahiro Iwie nearly killed us all in the corner before he beat Peter Hani, which, uh, <laughs> fun fact, so he, there's another clip it has been doing around says that I give everything account. Uh, so yeah. Cannonball Iwie does. Did it yep. to uh, Peter Honey in the ropes, and he hooked his leg on the rope with the idea of being a bit more, you know, force behind it. Except he went through the ropes, and the poor aim nearly got crushed with that. First time uh, Iria did the move, which um, might have been a hell of an end to our weekends. <laughs> it would have been funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> the other, the other one I thought was quite funny was at uh, the other moment. Let's say close calls with uh, danger. You didn't see this, but um, during Ilya Bloom's entrance, um, he he sort of comes through the um, he comes through the curtain like with a big punch, doesn't he? Um, he comes through with this punch, and he nearly bloody knocks out Lawson. And when I say <laughs> when I say there was an inch 
if not that there was a there was a cigarette paper rizzler between him and hitting uh, basically planting Alfie Fresser on um, Lawson's oh my God. Fresser. It was uh, yeah, that was and um, uh, so you you might have to watch that. I don't know if they've got the entrance on there on the. Uh, they did include the entrance on the on demand. Um, yeah, I would say try and watch that entrance again, and you'll see something funny. <laughs> let me. I'll try and move this up while we move on to the that's, next. That's show. something to watch later. Yeah, but it's uh, um, yeah. Watch so, watch out, Ilya Bloom's entrance. Yeah, nearly killing a guy in his entrance, which again, another way to end your first uh, day of the weekend, but. Moved to Oberhausen for the first of what six shows in three days, yeah. um, and of course it's been Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so we started a matinee show. Uh, Femme Fatale returned, and both our picks just completely blown out. No, in the semis, I mean my pick went out in the first <laughs> round. So trust what I know, some expert I am. Well, yeah, our final was both out by the second round, wasn't it? Um, yeah. So interesting. Booking, I think this show. Um, I yeah, for me it was a bit of a um, strange one. Um, we're going to go through the show, aren't we? Anyway, so um, yeah, I mean, so I mean, I guess some you know, results are out. So um, Alice Inc. made a debut. She ran the field, and I guess on paper this is the whole example of get somebody new, give her a killer finish. You know, she won all three matches with a you know, roundhouse kick. Most of established, uh, established a big finish. I think we're calling the Scandinavian tail or something like that of a dragon's tail. Um, so we've done that. I just think when you had you know, this first show of the weekend, you had you no know, killer Kelly, you know, everyone was looking for her to have a big return. You know, yeah, you had you know, your Masha Slamovich who you know, you know, impressed early in the summer, and your Orshies, you know, even, even want to go down to like Eva Kalaski, you know, previous champions, Ava Everett. And then to have a newcomer come in, I could see why some of the crowd maybe weren't so keen on it, especially, you know, the fact they gave a title shot late in the weekend, so either way it could have been done either way. But um, it was a bold move, I'll say that. You know, taking somebody from literal scratch, you know, not, not so much even being on a co-pro show before with the XW to you know, literal rocket strapping. Yeah, um, that was... Yeah, I feel like this was one of the... Suspects or <laughs> decisions of the weekend, one of them. Um, but um, yeah, it was uh, the, the thing which kind of kind of shocked me more than that was obviously Orshi out first round, and I don't really understand why. Um, I think you could have like there doesn't there didn't seem to be a story being told, especially against you know um, Anastasia Bardo. Was the person who beat her first round, and I think then the storyline they were, give, were telling, much least on commentary, was, "Oh, she's inexperienced." I mean, remember she's still within her rookie year, as best I can it, tell. Is, is Bardo that much more experienced? Um, well, I did the cage match. The name had been around a little bit longer, yeah. Um, like so, the story they were telling with all she was, you no, know, she she did the spear. She, you know, kept trying to go for Jack Hammer. That was a hun doing. Yeah. So they're still telling the story of she's no, she's not been around that long. You no, know, she's learning the hard way. Yeah, Anastasia Bardot uh, debuted December twenty seventeen, called the cage match. So yeah, so yeah, a few more years, but again, you know, cage match, especially for I'd say France, maybe not one hundred percent in terms of coverage, but, but yeah, 
I guess we're, we're definitely playing the long game, Vosh. Like, this is kind of, we said before, this was kind of what they wanted to do with Oscar. Then obviously other things yeah. um, you know, prevailed. This is the long game they're playing because, and again, this isn't a slight on you know, the entire women's division in WXW, but if you, you know, do the, who's in WWE who like, got the same kind of treatment? Um, Gail Kim, years back. Yeah. Nice one. No, wait, no. Wins the title, then what? Oh, yeah, I suppose that would have been the easy. I suppose or she getting to the final would have been the easy thing to do. Um, I suppose in that sort of sense, yeah, you're right. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I say it was a yeah. bold move. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily have done it, uh, especially now because, no, we'll, we'll cover later in the weekend. Obviously, um, Alice cashing a title shot won the title. But now it's not any shows till November. It's like, granted, it's only two or three shows, but you've now also left yourselves out a women's champion to be on your shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, no, that was for Femme Fatale. Obviously, the other big thing on that show, uh, Baby Allison finally pinned Calypso and also beat Amal in a freeway to retain the women's title. Um, Amal wasn't on any of the shows this weekend, but... I don't know, to me, after that, they seemed to be doing the whole a mile frustrated she didn't win a belt back at the first shot. It was that whole, you know, Alison posing next to her for belt, and then, you know, Alison lose the belt the next day, so I don't know if that's something they're going to go back to, maybe for carrots. Uh, because we said going in, not a lot of extra renames around this, and those who were in were in and out same day, no, same day. Yeah, um, that was... Yeah, I, I, I think um, I don't really know what what's really was happening with Alison really this weekend. It didn't seem to. I feel it felt like a lot of the the um, the progress she had made seemed to have gone back a little bit this past weekend. I don't really know why. Um, yeah, it, the, I think the. The the thing with the with the with the top world title the women's title match I felt like it was Allison was the least likely person to come out of it <laughs> with the belt and it was the one who came out with the belt so um yeah I I won't I won't I won't sure what was going on with that either to be honest so we'll jump in on this because um Dubek Studios we recorded and this have announced the second name oh. the sixteen carat gold weekend Davy Richards. Okay. Oh, okay. An interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, um, I mean, we can obviously touch on the first entrant, who was uh, confirmed over Coward Week, over Type Festival weekend, but uh, Davy Richard, uh, Richard, sorry, 2011, he's in the semi-finals of Coward, so you know, 12 years on, obviously looking to go a step further. Yeah, and that's a, that's a sort of... Cause he's, had a bit of a, he's had a bit of a career revival, really, in the last couple of years, hasn't he? Because he kind of fell off a bit, didn't he? Um, so he had so he retired and then he you no know, retired to you no know, quote live a normal life and he's come back. He's had a you know, pretty good runs on matches I've seen. Yeah. Um obviously I know this that incident where he no showed or well, I'll say no showed with as in advertising didn't appear, but what happened was he was like an incident day job where he needs to get tested. No, yeah. no, no, wasn't potentially exposing other people. Unfortunately, no past um, reputation proceeds. But yeah, absolutely fantastic guest. I mean, I, I've seen Davy Richards. It's not been since he was an Impact live. That is, uh, he's an so, Impact. So. 
So yeah, that's a uh, no pretty strong start. But um, so yeah, move on to uh, night one of Tag Festival. Um, and I guess this one where you know the main event was you know uh, Mike Bailey Bobby Guns for the uh, title shot, but um, just going through the undercard, I don't think it was well the main one that jumped out. Uh, Amboss against Arbe Nuye was probably the best of the tag matches that, that evening. Yeah, uh, I think that was the best tournament match um, for sure. Um, the one I thought was 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 a bit of a I I really enjoyed it was uh, Tihani versus Lawrence Roman. I thought was a very uh, was a bit of a sleeper hit. match, yeah. That was a bit of a sleeper hit for me this weekend, um, and it was good on sort of the rewatch as well. Um, I don't know if it you know it's not going to be troubling anybody's end of year lists, but um, I thought it was yeah I thought that was great that one. Um, the, the I think the the bit of the I think the bit of a blowout of a match was the uh, the Heisenberg Simmons uh, street fight. I, I think yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and again, obviously, what happened the next day, you know, it's kind of unpicked this, but there's people around where I was sitting, generally thought I was yearning on his way out, just but just how to how to finish about finish was. You know, yeah, John Pains, you know, the, you know, the, the, the slam onto the pains, the you no, know, like I don't, it wasn't like say a complete squash, but just how you no, know, for street fight was you no know, no run ins. This was designed to get Heisenberg over the hill, yeah, and the people legitimately thought Yearn was done, um, yeah, and I think, um, it. it it's entirely possible. I, I completely understand why you would possibly think that. Um, I personally, well, later later events reveal that it isn't. But it's um, it could have very. If that had been the end, it would have been a very disappointing way to end it. Really. Yeah. Um, the um, I think that there's been a bit of a habit over the recent years to have one of these big sort of wild brawl matches on one of the big festival weekenders and they've just i don't think they've ever really landed um that well um you know i i'm thinking of the the street fight that dry was it a street fight that dryska and um simmons had at carrot a few years yeah the false kind everywhere with the pre-tape stuff yeah yeah like that wasn't really a success really and it's almost like i don't know just felt felt like it didn't really fit in. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it was. It's not. It's, it was. It was a bit of a dud for me, really. And I don't know whether it is the end, though. So there's. There's. You know, it could. There could be more to it. I mean, there was. There was further um, implications from an event on the next day, which we'll talk about in a bit. But um, which suggests to me that it's not over, or at least um, you know, Simmons isn't. Um, so. Yeah, that was a bit the, of a dud for me. I guess you have a story out of night one of Tagfest. Uh, Pretty Bastards won their first match, and then who were pissed off to a wedding. So that yeah. meant, because um, again, no, they didn't put much out on social media. German was, uh, after finding out, ended up being a handicap match the next day, which kind yeah. of, you know, point a certain result, but we'll get to that. But, uh, First show of day two was uh, Wheel of Wrestling 36. 
Axman vs. Barbo headline uh, Metahan against Axel Tischer. Um, both pretty decent main event. Um, I would say both the reactions. Very dry. Yes. Like, I know we built the whole, you know, we did visit Carrot 2020 and we couldn't do the storyline. Now we're doing this. This could have done with an angle beforehand, or at least, and again, it didn't do any shows for the month between um, short, Shortcut and this. If they had, there you know, probably should have been some kind of angle or something to give this spice because you know, they tried with the video package, but to me, it just didn't seem to you know, click well. Yeah, um, I felt like the, the sort of the placing around that show was just all over the place, really. I, I, they, I feel like they, they, they put the break in the wrong place, and then they had to. The, um, the first half was a bit of a drag. I thought, and then it get it gets to sort of you had Guns versus Slamovich, which which was which was really decent. It's um, one of Masha's uh, no fun sprints, which is was having all weekend. Yeah, that was one of the ones that was actually advertised. Uh, that they had Guns versus Slamovich. Um, you had uh, Roman versus Hector, which I thought was again was really really good. Hector's only appearance of the weekend as well, shockingly. Yeah, it. Um, I but guess then, if Dennis Stolnik was around, it would have been a lot, lot different, but sadly we have yeah. to wait. Um, but then, yeah, Metan and Tissue, it was just it was just very, I don't know, eat your, very eat your vegetables, I think. <laughs> Actually, it was just wasn't wasn't really, um, didn't really do very much for me at all. Um, yeah, and I know the story of the plane coming out of it is, you know, Metahan's back to collect some bills or, or what have you, which you've got to think they're doing him and Bobby Guns, you know, based on the Shotgun 2020 stuff that they never got to play out. Yeah. Which, again, I don't know how many people actually watched that, but it was a fun storyline. But a lot of, like, like we say, a lot of wrestling's happened since then. But um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they actually do because you know, I don't think he's running, he's working all dates. He's, he's oh. working quite a few dates, though. Um, I've seen he's on the show. He's I've working seen... like about three or four, he's working about four or five shows before Christmas. So I've seen he's on the Dresden show next weekend, but not. Bielefeld tomorrow, but again, you know, he's, yeah. I also have also seen he's uh, picking up random promotions like GWP. He's working last weekend, which only seems like two, three shows a year. Yeah. But, um, I think they pay quite well. <laughs> so, yeah, he's working uh, He's working all over the place, isn't he, at the moment? So, he's not, he's, he's, isn't he doing, he's doing, um, isn't he doing uh, TNT soon as well? Yeah, if you, I'd not be surprised if like progress picks them up again over here. Yeah, so. I mean, if they start booking before we you know if it happens. So elsewhere, Matt Wheel of Wrestling thirty six. Um, Jern Simmons had a quick comeback match, uh, squashing Nick Schreier in three minutes. Uh, yeah, Bob Gunn's Samovich uh, nine fifteen, absolutely cracking match. And again, I mean, I said this in reviews. Masha for me was a low key MVP of the weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with it. Uh, I think everything she did was really good. Um, there was, um, and I say going into, well, we've mentioned it already, but her, her being in Carrot is very exciting, especially sort of it's going to be a lot more single stuff for her. And I'd say, like, for two matches we've already covered, but it's, it speaks a lot for if you can do a match in 10 minutes and make it great, no need to make it 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, 100%. They were all, they were all like, you know, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Like in and out. You know, that's, that's all you need with them sort of things. 
And then also where uh, Marcus retaining the shotgun title in the four-way. And I think the main bit this was storyline, Norman Harris uh, booking him to piss him off like we've been doing on and off. Uh, I guess your thing we should mention, which we kind of skipped over night one, uh, storyline for Duran for a whole weekend, uh, yeah. Norman Harris and Levaniel. Um, so going in, Levaniel, one shot at the top. Um, I guess tradition was he would have had a title shot this weekend, but he got injured at the hands of Tristan Archer. Uh, week of Tag Festival, Levaniel declared he was fit, turned up on night one, and basically Norman Harris said, oh, you're not fit, we're not good enough. You can have a match against someone who's more your level, Jacob Crane, which Jacob Crane's never won in WXW, so it was a bit of a you know, kick to the teeth. Yeah. Harris on this wheel of wrestling show, and uh, Harris had uh, Joe Key, Stanley Caballero, the prequel boys, there was his hide muscle, wheeling down the stage, helping down steps and what have you, since Norman has a knee injury but needs a wheelchair, allegedly. Um, but, so yeah, so, you know, they cost him, Levaniel lost the wheel of wrestling, and then was told, if you want your title shot, you've got to beat both Keys and Caballero at Tag Festival Night 2. Yeah. So, no, I guess it's, you know, it's a storyline that kept Jeff going, you know, explained why Levaniel wasn't having his title shot being added to the match on Night 2, but... Yeah, it probably could have been tightened up a bit, but I'm not complaining either way. It's, you know, I take a storyline over just matches being thrown out, you know? Yeah, and it, it gave it gave um, Caballero and Keys like a bit of bit of juice over the weekend as well, because you know, let's face it, they they, they were just two big jacked guys, um, and then the fact that like you know um, they had a bit of something to play with throughout the weekend. It was good, and it kind of made me actually enjoy them a lot more because yeah. I think if, if all they'd done was the wild card show, it would have been... Um, it would have been, been... Oh, okay, that was them guys then. And we did it in a circle too, but it also was weird. But, hey, you've got a tag team here, but they're not in your tag team. What gives? Yeah, I, I have a feeling they may have been the um, the uh, standby team, which they always is at yeah. these weekends. So. It's like coast to coast. No dropouts. No dropouts. Yeah, the curse was was lifted. I think this weekend. So whatever gods they've prayed to, keep out of guys because it's worked. But um, but move to night two of tag festival and so no one place to start. We yeah. all had this match uh, circled in our you know our big uh, preview sheets. Of course, I'm talking about um, sense of no, no. Funoyabe, Shikhiri, Kevin Koo, Dominic Guarini, fifteen minutes, and my god. This is going to be right up there on people's uh, match viewer ballots. Oh, it has to be. Um, I think it's a, it could be one of the best fifteen-minute matches of the, you know, of the decade. I think it's absolutely superb. One of the, one of the all-time classic WXW matches. I feel. I feel like I can't think of much better than that in a big weekender. Um, Hot card from the start. I mean, you know, the anticipation helped, but. Both headbutts, yeah. and yeah. I'm of oh, that headbutt. I'm not going to go down the whole safety police thing. Yeah, you know, you know, you've got no. We in the age where we know what concussions are, we know, you know the damage we do. I would not be. I've not replayed it enough to look and see. You know, if it was worked, I don't want no my sausages made. Thank you. But <laughs> you no, know, just watching back the gif, uh, gif and video I posted, uh, Shooter Schultz, his reaction to that headbutt was. I think in line with the rest of us. Yeah, um, I didn't realise what had happened, <laughs> to be honest. And then he kind of did the whole, 
looking up with the blood and I was I was basically dead in bent dead across <laughs> and then I was like oh god and I yeah I I didn't realize I was as bad with that sort of thing as I was um yeah absolutely astonishing um it's it's a must nice watch sorry it's made a hell of a t-shirt for Kevin well yeah that's that, that's made Kevin Koo in WXW for life yep. um he will always have that um and um yeah, as I say, I, I can't think of much better than that in WXW. I think you'd be have to be going back to some of the ring camp tags or, you know, Phoenix Walter, that sort of level before I mean, you find anything as good as that. As, um no outsiders in Hamburg. Uh yeah, I don't it was I don't know if it was that sort of level. Um but that's well I yeah, it's it's good it's in good company, I think. It's it's one of it, for me it's one of the best live WXW matches I've seen. Um, it's definitely in the top five for me. So, absolutely sensational that was. If you haven't seen it, get your WXW now subscription and start at night too. No excuses. Yeah, After that, exactly. uh, Rotten Flot, uh, out cheated Amboss. Um, short match, so didn't outstay its welcome. Uh, Rotten Flot would... has been on enough doing the whole, you know, being super sneaky to win. And you no, know, if Amboss are going to handcuff you on the post. And you're the legal man, and you're going to crawl in and beat the count while they're looking the other way. I've got See, no problem with that. Yeah, um, I was about to say you were you was on the you was on the same side as the thing. I was I couldn't remember what side of the ring we was, but you was right next to it, so you obviously saw what was happening, didn't you? Yeah, Dominic. And the moment Kevin everybody realised every freaking night of this bloody sh- weekend. Yeah, the moment everybody realised was <laughs> it was just yeah that was. Um, that was uh, very special, uh, very special indeed. Um, I can't, um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, just tired. It was just, it was the everybody realised what was happening at exactly the same time. So obviously, uh, charisma sort of their Ambos are battering Schenkenberg outside the ring. Yeah, it's like the full Nelson popped up into space. So that was Icarus, Dreisker, yeah. and Schenkenberg all wiped out the you know, back end of that side of the arena. And then Charisma just slides himself in sort of through the corner. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and really clever. I can't think of I've ever seen anything like that before. But I know, they, I know they've done something very similar, but not to win. So yeah. this is, no, it's Eddie Guerrero level stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. If, that, if, if Los Carreras could have pulled something like that out in 2003 and you know, we'd be remembering it for the rest of us. Yeah. You know, so and what yeah, I say is it made the crowd you no know, cheer rotten flood which Well it, it yeah. It, it, it very to. nearly baby faced them really, didn't it? Yeah. Um, and of course that went you no know, back the way on final night, but we'll get there when we get there. Um Sanity uh, beat Maggots uh, just under eight minutes. Typical handicap match, you know, kind I of I thought we might have got a hura run in in a dress shirt. And dress <laughs> shoes, but we didn't. Next, next night, new enough, but uh, yeah, set up um, you no know, all this dissension between you no know, the pretty bastards and baby Allison. Uh, last tag match of the night, sense of all triangle blank over CDK. Uh, had the Lavaniel beating the Brequel boy stuff, then Allison beating baby Allison in under three minutes from the women's title. And I guess this was playing heavily off of. Baby Allison being completely out of sorts of everything going on. So she slipped doing her, you know, the, you know, the crab walk pose on the stage. Yeah. Um, 
again, this is them being super bold with this book, and I probably wouldn't have done it, but no. Again, if you've no, I also see you know if you're doing you're picking someone to you know, take from the ground up, it's a weekend to do it on, but I really don't think this probably this would be a weekend to do it. Yeah, although I think it's that they've WSW's been bold, I think, with their title changes over the last couple of marquee events. They've been very bold with them and I think mostly it's paid off. Um, obviously, Archer's Archer's sort of as the title change for Archer was obviously a, a decision which I think kind of unanimously, I think a lot of us were like, oh, I'm not sure about that. And then he's coming to zone since, and yeah, so I don't know. I, I think um, I think it's it's very easy to be what the hell are they doing with Alice? Because let's face it, the ninety five percent of the crowd don't know who she is. Um, yep. And I include myself. I don't watch. I've heard of the name. Much I was like to. Yeah, I've seen her before, but I mean, I'd, I've seen her before, but I've seen a lot of people before. Um, Especially, this I think weekend. it's it's worth it's worth giving it just a bit of time. Uh, she needs to. It's just how she gets over with the the smaller shows. Really, I find yep. it's you, you can you can be over and overhausen and come out to crickets in Hamburg. That's the way it is. So, not about um, cycle like you, are we? Uh, Mike, oh, sorry, sorry. We're talking about Psycho Mike here, are we? Well, <laughs> yeah. the guy who loses to a dog. It's it's not just Psycho Mike who's had that problem. Yeah, um, probably more recent example. Yeah, and also if he comes back off for carrot and there's any four-legged uh, animals around, we know what they're doing. What's that? <laughs> what is uh, dog called? Uh, the uh, well, the uh, the uh, monster consulting dog was Branco, but I don't know if that's the one you mean. No, oh God, and you can hear, I'm sorry guys, you can hear a lot of keyboard. Oh, the little uh, bulldog thing. Yeah, on the uh, shotgun shows. Yeah, I've not seen him for a while. So he's part yeah. of the um, Academy Brawl with... Uh, yes, he was, he? I'd completely forgotten about that. <laughs> sorry, I thought you meant Branko as in the Monster Consulting dog. Oh, no, Branko would easily beat um, Psycho Mike. He'd eat Psycho Mike, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mike. <laughs> uh, yeah, main event. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tristan Archer over uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. Whole thing in this match was, of course, uh, Speedball coming in with um, you know, an injured knee from the night before, and of course, Archer was going to pick it back. Um, and I'll say, it's, you, know, you know, we just said Archer came in, you no know, one title in a carrot. There's a lot of huh, are we sure about that? Yeah, he's really coming to his own now as champion. Well, yeah, um, and I, I very much feel like I don't know. There's Archer's Archer is doing well. He's got he's had some very. I I think you can't say he's had bad matches for the title. That's that's not something he's had. Um, everything he's had, everything he's done in this reign has been good. I think it's it's been a, de- a decent level. Um, I'm I honestly thought Speedball this was maybe the time to give Speedball the run because I I feel like he deserves it in WXW. He's here enough. I don't know what the politics are with that with maybe Impact. I don't know, but especially with a show in Canada in a month's time, 
uh, months time from recording. I I'm kind of surprised he didn't get the belt, and they did a match in Canada for WXW. But that's um, that's sort of beside the point. Um, this match I thought was it was it was all right. Um, it was um, it wasn't Speedball's best of the weekend. Um, but I think overall it was it was um, it was perfectly fine. It was, um, and I think the the way that I think the history book is going to look back on Tristan Archer is it's the 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 he's had going to have had pretty decent matches during his reign, and he's beaten proper pucker opponents, hasn't he? Yeah, we've not been softball opponents by any no. stretch of imagination. He's not had, and I say, uh, you know, he's not had a a uh, marquee event defence against Mike Schwartz or you know um, he's not padded padded it out with a you know a I don't know sense of alto fight you know uh, yeah. you know <laughs> a title defence. It's been you know he's had Arbe, he's had um Tisha, he's had Simmons, he's had all these people and it's um it's he's had Bailey as well now and it's it's all been you it's know very and I think again, a lot of people, you know, were very, oh, the guy was in the cruiserweight classic when he won, you know, for the first time. But again, it's the whole. Oh. Well, I don't even think there was even that much, really, because I think you, people. I think knew... a lot of people hadn't seen him since then, and again, or maybe not of... even realised they were the same person. Yeah. Oh no, we seen a lot of stuff on the closed set shows, which let's be fair, a lot of yeah. people didn't see. So it's that whole thing of. Tristan Archer, oh, it's half a guy who dot dot dot. So oh, he was, again, yeah. you know, we come to year, you know, with shows back well, past year with shows in front of fans. So it's that whole stuff where the links have been made between the close set stuff that people maybe didn't watch, and now building up in front of an audience and really starting to click with those guys who've been there for the you know, semi long haul. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was. Decent, decent sort of main. Um, it didn't feel like it had the. Um, I, I feel like there needs to be a real um, shift before carrot because this is carrot twenty twenty three. It's going to be the year next year. Twenty three is going to be. I think it's going to be the first big carrot. Yeah, it's going to be the big, the big one. And I think you really need to have something that's going to really sell title night you know the the night with the championship which for me is still the biggest night of the saturday night of carrot is the biggest night of the of the year in wxw you need to have something really really spicy and i don't know where that's coming from at the moment and i really fear it's going to be lavaniel but archer and i don't really it doesn't really sell that to me at all We'll move on to uh, the Monday matinee show. That is so weird to put life up. But yeah. yep, it was mon- Monday morning wrestling, folks. And uh, it was a wild card edition. So we've had kind of a wild card shows before where it's been um, you know, people applying to do the shows. Uh, the we look at your CV, they book you. And yeah, so, so we had basically an absolute whack ton of debuts. And yes. Yeah. Just going back to the whole Robert Dreisker dog thing, Mila. Mila, that's it, yeah. Um, he says after looking through his uh, shotgun 2020 reviews, but so yeah, so a whole whack ton of debuts. Um, you know, some of them I think landed, some didn't. 
Some got really freaking annoying music, which is going to live in my soul until I die. Um, I mean, I guess we haven't gone match by match. I was looking forward to O'Shea Edwards. I think he you know, jumped out. Bear in mind, you had a yeah, lot O'Shea of names that weren't, weren't keen on. Oh, I don't think you weren't keen on. Weren't familiar with. This could have gone either everyone doing you know, 15 minutes back and forth, back and forth, mm-hmm. none of it landing and being an absolute dull show. Or you'd have people breaking out and say O'Shea Edwards absolutely broke out against Alex yeah, Ryman. He definitely should come back. Yeah, now this is not saying Ryman was bad. I think out for two O'Shea, you could tell. No, I mean, do you see yeah, this he... the day of the show? Like he was tweeting his flight to, to Germany. It was his Oberhaus house McDonald's. Like he I think it was the morning of the show, he tweeted a picture of the um the uh Oberhaus train station bus stop. I can bloody picture that. Like that's that's why I was getting the bus into the shows every day. Well, O'Shea. Well, I mean, O'Shea. Uh, he he absolutely loved it, um, and he, you could tell he loved it as well. Um, it wasn't he says he's going to be. At, he says he's going to be at Carrot, and he says if he's not if he's not booked, he's going to come and drink beer with us. So um... fair enough. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he will be. I don't know if he'll be fulfilling that promise, but um, yeah, he said he's going to come and drink beer with us if he doesn't get booked. So. <laughs> um, yeah, really good. It's also awesome. they had um, Akira. I mean, he had another big match with um, Gullius at Inner Circle, beat Steve Painter. Uh, Man like Dries, who I'd say probably got over most of the weekend, but I don't know how much of that was because of people already familiar with him. Yeah, I think he tried to sort of lean into the the British crowd that was there. Um, I thought the the, uh, the three way was the best on the show. Was the best match on the show because I thought Diaz and Isom were both brilliant. Um, I really liked them all. And shout out to Jared Diaz because uh, I apparently confused him being an Englishman in Germany in a New York jet shirt. He, oh, he's on the way out on the Sunday. He pulled us to one side and just said, "I got to know what, you know, what's the deal with the jersey?" And yeah, <laughs> that was a great accent, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible with accents, but you know what I mean. I, some, it wasn't my usual one, so... <laughs> was he from County Durham? <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so, yeah, I thought it was a pretty good match. I mean, I think none of the matches on this card were bad. Again, it was just for whole... It was all, you know, consistent of, like, the whole weekend. I think the people who were breaking out was, like, personalities more than being ringed. Mm. Um, Kevin Lloyd, Thomas Shire, I thought it was a good match, but I will say this. Put that in ambition, that is going to hit so much harder. Yeah. Because yeah, they had a good match, but they started out all ground-based, and I don't think anybody's expecting that. Yeah. That that was badly positioned, I felt. Um, yeah. I would have... Um, if, if it had been me, I would have put the, um, the, the, the three-way on last um, and probably would have chucked O'Shea towards the top of the card as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, it was. That was and then amazing. main event: LJ Cleary over Jaden Newman. Um, I think the big thing to Brexit pushed about this is LJ's music, which Dennis Birkendahl's uh, shared the link to on Spotify. And if you've read my reviews, I've done the Lord's work. You're getting to listen to it as well because if we've had to sit through it, you do too. I, Joe, I don't, I didn't get that because I, I, I didn't, I couldn't remember it. As, I, I don't remember the song at all. So. <laughs> I'm not playing we wouldn't get content much, but yeah. I mean, I mean we'll say this anyway. So like WXW, we said this at the time when they made the switch to the uh, production music. 
have put a lot more effort into picking tracks than other companies up. Like, um, no, using the same library. Uh, no, yeah, same music library. So it's not like they had uh, extra tracks to pick from. Uh, Violence Forever. So their real music is um, Cranberry Zombie. Yeah, can't play that. Uh, I know Progress gave them something completely different. I think it's like it was a, a music to be training size. I need to listen to the show and see what they gave them. But DuxW gave him a song that was so damned close to Zombie, people were singing Zombie to us. Well, yeah, I think we would have sung that anyway. Yeah, yeah but you know, like, it helps the music <laughs> yeah. that close. So, uh, but obviously, LJ uses uh, Ace of Base, Beautiful Life, can't use that. I know Progress have given them something vaguely familiar, like if he's hummed from memory after 10 years. Uh, this one was an earworm, but, and again, I think the fact that, you know, we're talking more about music than the matter says something, but. Um, Main event was fine. I preferred Jaden Newman in this. I think super versatile in the role. Bear in mind, he came came in like no. I guess more people would have known LJ because he's been on the network. You no, know, for progress, I mean, by traveling fans who would have known him as well. Jaden for all but the most ardent people who maybe watch like you no know, action, Southern Underground Pro, you no know, Scenic City Invitational. Um, I know he's done Beyond Rest, uh, Wrestling Open. Maybe not so familiar with him. I think in that match he stole the spotlight, even though he came out on the on the losing side. Yeah, I I agree with that. Although, as I say, I I I can't watch I can't watch these people with Oberhausen eyes in the sense of um, people who go to these who you know the Oberhausen locals who go to these shows. They have completely different views to i think <laughs> us on yeah. what is good and you know the fact that people were coming out of that show in march and saying charles crowley was one of the best things to come to germany since david hasselhoff was a bit of a you know i don't quite understand that so um yeah i i agree with you on Jaden newman i don't but i see also i've been watching lj cleary for five years odd so yeah <laughs> there's that as well so we'll move into the final night. Um, again, we'll do the tournament stuff last, but we had a 16-carat gold qualification match, uh, Killer Kelly, Masha Slamovich. Um, and I think a lot of people had circled that match for maybe a Fembital semi-final, but it's carrot qualifier, and Kelly didn't make it to carrot, at least in the tournament. Um, yeah. Again, it's another really good match from Masha. And, yep, yeah, so we'll be seeing her in March, uh, all being well. Fingers crossed. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as well, I think we've already said we've already um, pined over sort of how well um, Slamovich done this weekend, and it was a really good sort of homecoming weekend for Kelly as well. Um, wasn't really the results I think we were expecting. I was expecting at least a final for um, Femme Fatales for her this year. Um, you know, this is this is home for her. It's um, it's the place that I think gets her more than anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's there's there's obviously um, you know she's got. I'd like to I'd like to think she will be here for carrot, but it obviously does sort of. There's weekend. There's a I think there's a big TNA P pay per view which is probably around that weekend. So whether that's possible, I don't know really. But um, yeah, bit of a shame. I think she always seems to get the short stick short short end. Of, there's always I I always feel like they're building with Kelly, and it's. You're never quite there, um, they, but 
I think the day that she does get the big moment is going to be the uh, that's going to be the making of her really. Not that, even though she's kind of made for life really in WXW. Yeah. Uh, other non-tournament stuff. So we had Mike Bailey against Peach to Honey, and so Rev Pro we saw not too long ago about tenth anniversary weekend. Speedball had a title match. Then night two was against the big upcoming young star. We were peached that here, and yeah, I'd say this was definitely better than the title match. Um, because you had the cocky, arrogant SOB Mike Bailey throughout, you know, you know yeah. trying to get one off the upstart, and my god, it worked. Yeah, that was really, really good. That, um, it was, um, the, these are two people that was the, the this match, um, a lot of people were saying, I hope this happens on on the on the Monday. And when it happened, when as soon as Mike Bailey comes out, we're like, "Well, you know, this is going to be good." <laughs> um, yeah, there was there was never not going to be good. I think this match, um, you know, I think you've gone four on this one. Yep. Completely agree with it. You know, just over ten minutes um, didn't feel like it. It felt felt like it was. I think you could have gone another ten, and it would have been brilliant. So, <laughs> really, really good stuff. And we've said before, Peach you know, coming out of carriage, uh, Peach to Honey. We said, oh, you know, put shock and title on them. I think it's a case of, you know, getting the dates, but also making it look, it's the Oshie thing, make it not look like, oh, people have reacted strong, well, we'll change plans. His day yeah. will come, and he's obviously had progress bookings, you know, the week before. He did the yeah. National Progression uh, Series, like qualifying, he wrestled uh, Ricky Knight Jr., which completely different kettle of fish. I could rant about that for a while, but I'm not going to. But um, so he's definitely getting bookings more across Europe. Um, that's the name you're going to see in 2023. I feel it's going to break out big time. Yeah, well, you 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 want him to do a mania weekend, really. Yeah, that's what you and need. Mania weekend's going to be more back to normal. Even if the Black Sabbath don't go over, there yeah. ought to be some serious bookings uh, waiting for him. But yeah. I had uh, women's title and uh, one contendership. Eva Klasky, Eva Everett, Michelle Green, Orshi, Eva won and. What I will say is the sheer pop for Orshi coming out there. I mean, I know it's right by where you guys were, where it was locked the noise was, but on the tape. Yeah. You know, they, we've said they've got something in there, and not putting Rocket Strap on. Um, they're keeping it kind of uh, adjacent to the whole Amboss stuff. Yeah. So I this, mean, like, it's the long term. Yeah. And I think it was just the. Um, she put on her Instagram a few days after she put the clip of, and she was like, you know, this. This she will never forget that, I think she said, and uh, you know it's forever in my heart. And uh, yeah, it's it's she 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 got the she almost got the visual pin almost on the on this match, didn't she? And then gets thrown out by uh, Ivor. But yeah, really, really. Um, there's 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 something special with Orshi, and I think you know a lot of people. I kind of made the effort to kind of go around to the people who aren't watching every week, and I was like, you know, Orshi's the one to watch. Um, and um, yeah, it's um, I think that 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 I think you still need. I think probably she's going to be in a similar position heading into Carrot, but you'd like to think maybe there will be a nice moment for her there. And no, but, no, we, uh, Passion Pro, they dropped their last uh, show. She had a match yes. with Dry Scrum there. Really good brawl on there as well. So if you, you know, if you're not signed up to Brexit now, there's a free match there to go and see. But yeah. one thing I will say, mind, since uh, Carrot, 
she's changed the look and like the whole get up a few times, but none of it's felt forced. So there's still the whole you know, trying to find you know who the, what the character is. None of it's felt like I'm being ridiculously right today. I'm the wrestling plumber right now. I'm this now. I'm match. It's been you know, it's been minor tweaks, but it hasn't been like right today. I'm going to do this and oh crap, that doesn't work. But now it's going to be this. Yeah. No. Um... Yeah, I agree with you. It's um, it's it's she she's finding her feet, but they're very. It's it's exciting to see a wrestler in that stage of their career at such a good level. Um, yep. It's um, it's she, yeah, she's just incredibly exciting to sort of see. And we can blitz through the tag festival stuff. So the big thing going in was everyone was even, anyone could win. So. First match, uh, CDK and Pretty Bastards ends in the draw. 20 minutes and I think half hours me worrying about Prince who was throwing up over me. <laughs> he had the whole gimmick of he came back drunk from or hung over from the wedding, had a beer early on and was doing the whole, he's going to puke, he's going to, he's going to puke, been fighting the bathrooms. Um, thankfully, he didn't for all our sake, but he did get that fun uh, trolley ride on the stage, which um, he was going to be part of the VIP experience going forward. <laughs> Uh, so obviously that's Bastards and CDK not making through, so went down to Sens of Alto, Eigel Blanc, over Sanity in I'd say air semi-final, well, semi-final yeah. uh, group match. Block B, uh, Arbe and Irie beat uh, Rotten Flot, that meant Rotten Flot couldn't make the finals, but it also meant that Irie and Arbe did not win the tag titles, although they wished they had. Um, and then head-to-head, Icarus and Robert Dreisker over Violence Forever, and because Amboss beat Arbe and Irie on night one, that meant they got the finals. And of course, the finals was Idle Blanc, Sense of Alto over Amboss in just over 18 minutes with a bit of an interval in between. They did a double count out after about eight minutes. Um, everyone brought in the crowd. Senza and Icarus did a, was it a side rush and leg sweep off the apron into the front row, which was absolutely bonkers to watch and even more so, you know, taking the, the pictures of it. Uh, they restart the match after the whole, well, what do we do? What do we do? Because Norman apparently buggered off early. He'd clocked out early for the weekend. <laughs> um, tag Tornado rules. You know, if you had, you know, he you know, ripped off a um, bit of Idol's mask, pulled off Sensor's mask. He had Lawrence Roman, who, I'm just going to get away. This didn't make the camera, so what the hell. He had the pre-show match with Michael Knight. And, you know, you know, do the entrances with you know, go and yell at random fans. He stops at me and yells at me, and my German is not that good to begin with. So I ask the guy next to me, what did he say? Apparently I was sleeping. What? <laughs> I, I could I heard, heard him say no no do schlafs like like okay. But I think that means same last the guy next to me. He said, Oh, you should pay, wake up, you should stop sleeping, you should pay attention. Like I am very much wide awake. I had a coffee before the show. But, so yeah, so he came up, Peter Honey chased him off. And then, you know, the end, you had Idol and Senza pinning Icarus. They won with tag titles. And maybe not the team people suspected to win, but, you know, at least the final had a bit of storyline going in since we had the, you know, the big brawls back at um, Dead End in Hamburg a few months ago. So at least it wasn't the out of nowhere, you no know, team winning it. Yeah, a bit of a, yeah. I, I, it was a bit of a shock for me, but I think um, yeah, um, it would have. I think it would have been very. Um, it, it would have been very um, 
brave to have again yet another um at least it was this was a face win in the tournament thing rather than sort of ending on hill heat because they've kind of ended on they ended on hill heat with Dreiska sort of batter and Gresham after carrot yeah um have rice pudding sometimes you can't you can't do it all the time and i think this was a nice ending um you know tagfest isn't a season finale it's a midpoint it's a midpoint. Yep. Um, so it's um, it's an interesting sort of direction to go through. I mean, you could... Igle Blanc and Volto, they can do work rates. So you could bring in a... You could bring in a guest team sort of for Tagfest or something like that. And, you know, they're going to be able to hang with them if they're a bit more wild and... Uh, wild and uh, thing. I'll be honest, I was, I was doubtful Icarus and Dreisky were going to win simply because... It wouldn't. I don't know. I I couldn't see. It would have been very frustrating for them to do the whole. Um, oh, we're gonna um, free bird the tag team titles thing. That yeah, would have been very frustrating. Over Nicholas, I think that would be more nailed yeah. on. Yeah, second over went down. I think that's when. Yeah. I don't know, but I suspect whatever plans we had would have changed that. Yeah. So, I think with that in mind, um, yeah, as a final, really, really good. Um, to be honest, as a final show in as a final day, um. I thought it was a really, really strong show night three. Um, I there was there's at least let's say at least four or five matches on that show which I think are well worth a sort of a a watch if you haven't seen them all anyway. Um, very, very strong from top to bottom. Yeah, I think the whole weekend been very consistent. You no, know, whatever low points were more storyline driven stuff, and yeah. I think the consistency in WXW across the board really high. Yeah, and for sure. People tag and obviously a few guys on. Um hopefully this you no know, switches into folk going to carrot based off the back of this, but I say a lot of wrestling to go, a lot of names to be announced and a lot a lot of uh, wins for people to get through. But um so next up we've got uh you know, we take the week off, uh, two weeks off. Most uh, Mark Shuttle and uh Short Sagers spent I think they were Getting very little sleep, getting all those shows out. So what seven shows? Two long shows, fourteen BODs. They turned around. Yeah. Um. Like the wheel of wrestling was uh, went out on Thursday. Like three days before it was meant to. So heck of a turnaround. Yeah. I, you know, I think he was fed not, up of <laughs> editing at that point, wasn't he? Considering it wasn't, it's not just the you no. Know, he's live mix. You've got you know the dubbing. You've got the you know subtitles to put in for you know both feeds. A Herculean effort from the entire team, and you no, know, doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah, hundred percent. It was, um, and um, yeah, it felt because um, I did see that um, Katia was was around at the weekend as well. So there was obviously that 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 sensible old head there who kind of yeah. know how to do these things, and it was um, that was really um, it was a good. Um, yeah, I thought it was it was an excellent effort, really. I think to get it all out <laughs> when they did. I mean, Scriptman had a quick catch up, and yeah, was, um, I think that's one of those things you're always going to see, folks who've been around, you know, come back, especially these long weekends where it's more than just one show. But yeah, I know, you know, I think I think a few people had a few concerns. You know, how would they react on these big weekends? And quite well, it turns out. So hopefully, it's uh, the same. You no, know, come to carrot next year, but. Uh, yeah, they're back on the grind tomorrow or today when we drop this show. 
Uh, Wheel of Wrestling and Bielefeld will drop on demand next week. So we've got the French Doors defending the tag titles against Pretty Bastards. Uh, Baby Allison against Ava Everett. Uh, Vincent Heisenberg and Jörn Simmons being made to team up against Rotten Flot. Tristan Archer against Michael Knight. Lawrence Roman against Danny Frey. Bobby Guns, Nick Schreier and Robert Dreisker against Ilya Bloom. Which, not too bad a card. I mean, definitely a few things I'm looking at for storylines. Especially yeah. for two tag matches. If you're not already on the train to that show as we as you listen to this, then you've missed it. Yeah, wait, just go <laughs> home, turn around, wait for drop on demand back end of this week. <laughs> yeah. Then a week later, they're heading over to Dresden for Stromberg, uh, October 22nd. Uh, announced so far, I think the concert will be Revenge Rumble, the entire card for calling it. Yeah. Uh, so it's Orshin, Peter Hani against Robert Dreisker and Icarus. Metahan, Michael Knight, Bobby Guns, Rambo. And Axel Titian, the French Doors against Tristan Archer and Rotten Flot, I guess, is going to be main event. So, yep. decent looking card there. I guess more stuff will come out after Bielefeld. Then October 23rd, uh, in Leipzig, doesn't look like it's going to be making tape. And then October 30th, back at the Fight Club, Gelsenkirchen, BWXW Wrestling Academy Live Volume 6. And I guess that too won't be making tape since it's the uh, Academy show. But, yeah, you'd think we'd take time off. They had two weeks and we're right back at it. Yeah, and then um, sort of heading into November, you've got uh, driver champions in Frankfurt. End of end of um, November, they're in Toronto and London in Canada, and then sort of you then they're sort of thundering with a few live events in between there up towards Oberhausen on the seventeenth of December for anniversary, which is going to yeah. have uh, Levaniel and Tristan Ash for the title, which was the title, so so oh, what something I missed on night three. Tristan Archer doing this whole interview segment with Tommy in French. Yay or nay? Uh, great. That was brilliant. Um, the, the, the heckles that were shouted were good, though. <laughs> and Tommy desperately trying to get back in German. No, no, no. Only in French. Yeah. Um... Don't overdo that as a fantastic bit. Oh, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Um, because it, it heals him heals him to the Germans because he's speaking French and also the the, the travelling English Irish and you know rest Angla Anglosphere shall we say sorry uh, the the English speaking uh, fans uh, also don't know what he's saying either so we was I was sort of looking around for a French speaker but there weren't any this time so another uh, wrestling catch eyes on Instagram but he was up in the balcony doing photos so yeah how yeah but um. So yeah, so that's uh, World Tag Team Festival. A lot of wrestling for the weekend, but all on demand now. So if anything we've said tickles your fancy. Uh, WXWNow.com, sign up for the on demand. A whole lot spare, a whole lot more coming. And uh, Mike, anything to plug before we drop out this week? Um, the the only thing I've got to plug is there's a new episode of the Groundhopper's Guide on YouTube that's came out today. Uh, that is uh, up on on an Eddie uh, on an Eddie experience, and then you just type in Groundhopper's Guide, and you should find that on YouTube. Cool. We can find me on uh, Twitter at Ian Wrestling, Big Back Body Drop, uh, Twitter for reviews, photographs on Instagram at Back Body Drop. Mike, you're way more organised. You're at Mike Kilby on everything. Yeah, I'm at Mike Kilby on everything. And guess I guess we'll be back in. Probably two, three weeks after the next few Wheel of Wrestling shows, unless something major happens. But thanks again, Mike. Thank you very much. You've been uh, Alfie Fresser, and we will see you in a few weeks' time. Cheers. See you.